This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Are you winning or losing in the game of life? Do you even know where to find the rules of the game? There are things you do that make life work and things that cause it to come apart. I'm Ronald Dart. Tune in for Born to Win, Sunday morning at 7, Saturday morning at 6.30, right here on FM 89.9 WCNO. And visit us online at borntowin.net. Fifth Street Pharmacy of Okeechobee is a WCNO corporate underwriter. Longtime pharmacists Blair Coolwin and Tom Bimbo, along with their dedicated staff, pride themselves on fast and friendly service, providing you a pharmacy experience with the personal touch that you deserve. Fifth Street Pharmacy is located on the corner of Northwest Fifth Street and 2nd Avenue behind Napa Auto Parts. Most insurance plans are accepted and they provide a drive-up window for your convenience. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Psalms 48.11 says this, Let Zion rejoice. Somebody say, let Zion rejoice. How many know Zion was a hill? Uh Jerusalem was built on a bunch of hills. One of the hills in the middle of Jerusalem was called Zion. It was the place where sacrifices were made. Amen? It was the place where the temple was built. It was the place that people were called to gather at Zion. It was the place of worship, the place of sacrifice. It was the place of praise. So Zion is a place. Everybody say, it's a place. And it's also a people. Zion is also a people. Somebody say it's also a people. Zion represents the people of the place of praise. The people of the place of praise. And here's what he says. Let Zion rejoice. Somebody say rejoice. Now, we were talking about this just a few minutes ago, but how many know that word rejoice has a, a lot of different meanings? I understand that the Old English writers in the Old Testament, when we read the King James Version and that translation of the Bible, they would get upset when they would read some of the original language in the Hebrew and in the Greek. They just thought it was just a little bit over the top, you know. And every time they saw a word that had something to do with that they could just put rejoice on, they just threw rejoice in there. So rejoice in the Bible means a lot of different things. You have to look at the original intent of the writers from the Greek or the Hebrew. Amen. Sometimes the word meant throw your hands up in the air and bless. That's what rejoice meant in some instances. Throw your hands up and bless. So they would just, uh, they would just interpret it as rejoice. Amen? And sometimes in the Hebrew, there's a word that's called guls, which means spin around violently with violent emotion. They interpreted that rejoice. And they just translate it rejoice. So we're dealing with these 1611 Elizabethan writers when we read this stuff. And they would just say, Rejoice. They didn't want anybody to get too emotional, you know, because they were all, like I said, proper. You know, they lived in, a, in an era in the culture where everything was orderly and proper and very, very, very reverent. There wasn't no spinning around violently about nothing in their day. Amen. 
Come on. There are words for rejoice that just mean lift your hands. There's words that are actually interpreted rejoice that mean bow down. So when you read rejoice, it's really meaning bow down. Amen? But this word rejoice that we're talking about is none of those. That's not what he's talking about. This rejoice here is samak. Somebody say samak. Samak. And it literally means a spontaneous praise that erupts on the inside of somebody. A spontaneous praise that erupts on the inside of somebody. This kind of rejoice takes place when something happens in the spiritual realm and people begin to expect it to manifest in the natural realm. They begin to call what they see in the spiritual by faith and it begins to manifest in the natural. And when that happens, people begin to smock all over the place. A blind guy walks in here and he can see like that. How many of y'all going to start smocking? A spontaneous eruption from the inside of praise. In other words, people are rejoicing because God is doing something big. He's doing something big. Amen? <laughs> he said there's going to be times. He said, don't be trying to get me all worked up, Pastor. <laughs> I ain't trying to get you worked up. <laughs> but I believe there's some people in here that are ready to smock all over the place. <laughs> some of y'all need to rejoice and let the Spirit of God rise up on the inside of you. Like you've been eating lemons. Hmm? I see a little bit of evidence on the outside of some of you. God's doing something on the inside of you. I can tell. Amen. I believe it's about, I believe we're really about to see something like that happen in this house and uh, where you just got to sit out there and you go, man, I got one of them, I can't help it praises coming on and I just don't, I can't shut up. I'm, I'm, I, I, you can't keep me quiet no more. I got to praise something. Amen. Some of y'all are like, if I got to go to the restroom and shut the door and yell, that's what I'm going to do. It's okay. You can forget who's around you in church. You ain't got to worry about it. You can <laughs> smock anytime you want to. If you can't contain yourself, you can stand up and shout. I don't care. Go ahead. Because <laughs> you know what? Sometimes we just got to praise the Lord. You know? And it's not, it, it's not talking about just praising Him because, you know, it's the right thing to do. It's praising Him because you can't hold it back. Because He's just so awesome. Amen? Listen, <laughs> I've just come to realize that there is an eruption down on the inside of me that just wants to flow up and out sometimes. And it's better if I just let it out instead of trying to hold it back. So sometimes I'm in Walmart and I'll smock. <laughs> And sometimes they just don't take it too kindly. <laughs> but I can't help it. You know? It's cool, man, when God is always working in your life and He's doing things on your behalf and the favor of God is on your life and unexpected things just happen in your life. And sometimes they're even little, but you just do this. You go, Lord, you're just, you're just, you're just so far above anything I could ever think or imagine. You're so cool, God. And you just start so mocking. Amen? Mm. Listen, I've come to tell you, there's an eruption of praise that's coming to this house that's about to take place in this house. I believe it with all my heart that God is about to release something in our midst that we haven't even come close to yet that's going to bring victory to all of us like we ain't never seen yet. We're going to shout victory. We're going to cry victory. We're going to praise victory. Amen. I don't know when it's going to happen. It might happen in the middle of a service sometime. It might happen on a Wednesday night. It might be happening in somebody that you're sitting next to this morning. I really don't know. Amen. But if you could just get a glimpse of it, if you could just get a hold of this powerful thing that God's doing on the inside of you and realize that praise brings praise, 
presence and you begin to praise him in the middle of your mess, then your mess don't seem like a mess no more. Amen. I just, I got a glimpse that God's about to fulfill some things around this place, amen, and fulfill his word on a promise that's been given to this house. And sometimes I just got to praise and get it out. Huh? Say why? Because there's something on the inside of me that just spontaneously responds to the grace of God. And it's there, amen? As the father of this house, I want to just say something to you. If praise attracts presence, if praise attracts presence and it creates a chair for God to sit in, then that's why we need to understand that it's so important for you to be here at 10 and not 1030. Now, I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes because I know sometimes we get running late in the morning on our way to church. But if his praise really attracts his presence, do you realize he might have already been set down in the middle of somebody's presence and healed them from cancer by 1045 when you just walked in? Huh? What, listen, ladies and gentlemen, what we did this morning for about 30 minutes is, is the only part of our service that's for God. It's the only part. When we praise Him and worship Him, that's the part of our church service that we do just for God. Everything else we do here this morning is for us. The announcements are for us. The prayer for healing is for us. The Word is for us. The offering is actually for this house and for us. The only thing that we do when we gather here that is for God is at the beginning of the service when we praise and worship Him. Amen? Huh? We don't preach for God. I mean, oh, God already knows it. We preach for us. Amen. What we did in the very first 30 minutes is the only thing that we've done in service to Him. We've humbled ourselves and we sing and we praise Him and we worship Him. Amen. I don't think, I, sometimes I really don't think we should be so selfish to say, I'm going to show up for the part of church that's just for me and I'm going to skip the part that's for God. Huh? Come on now. Why would we respect God any less than we respect our employer? Ain't none of us show up 30 minutes late for work every day. Huh? I ain't going to work a half hour late tomorrow, but I'll come to church late. I say, let Zion rejoice. That's what I say. I say we ought to have something on the inside of us that we can't wait to get here, that we show up at 9.30, a half hour before church while they're practicing and go ahead and get our prayer on and go ahead and get our rejoicing on and get so hopped up in the spirit that by the time we get into praise and worship, the miracles already fall in this place. Huh? Instead of coming in going, oh God, I barely made it. I'm here. No, 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 no. I'm talking about not coming in. I'm talking about not coming in this place beat up and browbeaten by the world and all of the culture, getting here to get a word so that you can get charged up. I'm talking about coming in charged up. I'm talking about gathering in the name of Jesus with a praise in your heart, with an attitude of worship, expecting God to manifest in this place supernaturally on this house. So that when we leave this place on Sunday, we know that we had an encounter with the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Oh, somebody ought to shout hallelujah. hallelujah. We need to let the people of God know that we're creating an atmosphere for God. 
That when we come in here, that's our goal, to create an atmosphere for God, just to spontaneously break out in our hearts and break out in this place and, oh, well, come on, somebody, and execute decrees and execute judgments that have been written and, and make, make those things in my life, those promises in my life, become a reality by His super... Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Come on now. Praise the Lord. You know, listen, I'm not trying to get down on, on anybody. I really ain't. I'm trying to show you something that is so important for your spiritual health that will change you. Those questions that you have, well, I don't know why God doesn't move on my life like like He moves on their life. Are those things that you wonder about? Can I just tell you, when you fall so in love with God that you just can't wait to get to church and be in His presence, those things disappear. Victory is automatic. Come on now, amen? And the only reason I'm telling you this is because I truly, truly, truly believe with all of my heart that the day is coming at Truth Church that if you show up at 10.05, there won't be a seat for you to sit in. I believe it. Come on now. We're going to have to put a TV, big screen TV in the foyer. You might as well, y'all might as well go ahead and get used to the idea that this church is growing. Huh? And it's going to fulfill the destiny that God put on it and the promises that God put on it. And it's going to become the light in the community that God designed it to be. And go ahead and get in gear and become a part of it and throw your whole heart in behind it and throw your resource behind it and throw your time behind it because God, what God wants to do in this place is beyond anything we could ever think or imagine. Come on, touch your neighbor say, praise Him, praise Him, praise Him. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. This is Dave Freeland, your host on Sounds of Joy. 
inviting you to listen Sunday mornings at 6 on WCNO-FM. on guitar, ladies and gentlemen. 
Thank you guys for singing. Y'all sound beautiful, man. You guys are good. You guys are cool.
This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. Welcome to Family Matters, a daily look inside the real world of parents and their children. I'm your host, Paul Kendall. 